The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, give your place to this man, and then you will proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, Go and take the lowest place, so that when the host comes to you, he may say, My friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Firstly, I just want to say I'm sorry it's so cold in here. The uh, thermostat seems to be, I don't know, unresponsive, just the things that you. You come to the church in the morning, and I don't know why these things don't work sometimes. So hopefully our body heat will start warming this place up pretty, pretty soon, or we'll figure that out. But um, one of the things that I think is so uh, profound in this gospel, too, is as they said, you know, how they watched Jesus closely. Um, that's like a really weird position to be in. Like when people are sort of watching your every, every move, and I sort of um, started to understand this a little bit once I became a deacon, you know, it's amazing how, like, uh, you become a little bit microscopic as the one who's in front of people all of the time. And, um, you know, and that's, that's a very interesting thing. They always wanted to see how he was going to react to different people. And so, in this particular case, you know, just showing how, you know, of course, he's always giving these examples just as much as people are observing him, he's sort of observing them, <laughs> right? And so, taking the place of honor at the table is something that's a really fascinating idea because many of you who've maybe visited Mount Angel or any other monastery, I don't know if maybe other monks have told you this story before, but because of this gospel, there was a very regular habit of the monks being like, oh, well, I should take the lowest place at the table. Well, if you have all people trying to follow in the steps of Jesus Christ and you have 50 monks and everybody wants the lowest spot on the table, well, there's only one lowest spot, right? And so um, there's practical implications to these things, right? So even in that situation, it can become a source of pride. That's the thing that we're actually trying to avoid in our humility. It's like, we don't take the lowest spot so that everybody sees us taking the lowest spot, right? Just like in the same way, just as the scribes and Pharisees were doing this here, they did that very same thing to try to make themselves look more humble when they would, you know, they said, they would look sort of ragged 
so that people thought that they were fasting, right, you know, and stuff. So instead of looking like normal and nobody knowing that you were fasting, they would really want you to know that they were fasting the whole time, right? So this is like a spiritual pride or like everybody wanting us to, to realize that we're holy people. And so it's very important in our Christian life for these things to be held in, in, a, in a pretty good state of balance. And, I, and I've mentioned this before, but there's, there's kind of a saying even in the priesthood. It's just said, don't pray to be seen, but be seen praying. That's a pretty good balancing act, right? Like, it's very important that all of you would know that Father Carey and I are men of prayer. But at the same time, um, I don't know, I, I probably would avoid, you know, like prostrating myself in the middle of the floor, you know, in prayer and stuff, because that might be a little too much, right? So then there's a balance here. But if the church is empty, if somebody chooses to express himself like that in prayer, that might be a reasonable thing to do. Uh, it was said of St. Pope John Paul II that uh, there were times religious sisters actually accidentally walked into him because he was prostrated on the floor when nobody was in the, te- in the, in the church when it was completely dark, right? You know, so that was an example of praying not in front of the people, but still living a holy example and a holy life of, of prayer. So we remember in these things that we always have to hold them in balance. We, we want to pray, but we have to be very careful about the way that um, we try to put that on display. I, I think of my best friend. Often, he, he has a very good job, but you know, it's funny, every single time I'm with him and people ask what his job is, he always says it in the most diminished way you could possibly imagine. And I've observed this for years, that I was like, wow, he never says what his title really is. And I've always been so impressed by that. He's just like, oh, well, you know, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And he's very much in charge of a very big thing, and he never says that thing. And I always take that with me in my heart and kind of remember it. And so lastly, the the only thing that I wanted to do for all of us today is to remember this. I've done this before, but I periodically, it's probably one of the most go-to litanies that I pray if I can actually get into my pocket here. There we go. Okay. And so this is the litany of humility. And I know many of you have prayed this. Sometimes I give it to folks in the confessional, but it's a very powerful litany. And uh, I think it's one of the most important ways that we can remember to humble ourselves because there's some words in this litany that are like, oh, they really cut you right to the heart. And so I'll just finish with that today. And feel free to, to join if, if you know the responses. Oh, Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being honored, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being praised, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being preferred to others, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being consulted, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being approved, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of suffering rebukes, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being calumniated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being ridiculed, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being wronged, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus. 
that others may be loved more than I. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to desire it, that others may be esteemed more than I. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to desire it, that in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to desire it, that others may be chosen and I set aside. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to desire it, that others may be praised and I go unnoticed. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to desire it, that others may be preferred to me in everything. Lord, give me the grace to desire it, that others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. Lord Jesus, give me the grace to desire it. God bless you all.